This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You hit the ball hard the other way. Uh, a number of your home runs, we'll talk about those in a minute, are hit to the opposite field. You're a right-handed hitter. When did you start learning and, and how to hit the ball the other way as, as far as you have? I think early in college. I think early in college and my last year of high school, I kind of was working with some coaches, and they kind of you know taught me some things about you know staying inside the ball, and that was always the goal was to stay inside the ball. And naturally, that ended up turning into you know a little bit of pop once I got bigger, got a little stronger. So I've always just tried to stay inside the ball and uh, pride myself on not rolling over as much as possible. You talked about working on a few things, you know, taking your walks and, of course, getting your base hits. As far as anything, adjustments uh, with your swing, is it still the same as it was last year? Uh, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's the exact same. I think for the most part, I just tried to shorten up a little bit more, sure. you know, uh, get more direct to the ball. Try to give me an opportunity to cut down on the strikeouts a little bit and uh, continue to hit balls hard. But mo- most importantly, just shorten up a little bit, make my swing a little quicker. Last year, Kyle, you did something that nobody in baseball history has done. When you came up to the big leagues in September after a really good year at AA Arkansas, you hit home runs, six home runs in your first 10 games in the big leagues. Babe Ruth didn't do that. Nobody did that. You were the first guy to do it. Uh, big smile on your face right now. What, what did that tell you about your early success in the big leagues last September? It just gave me a lot of confidence, yeah. you know, a lot of you know, reassurance that you know, my ability and my talent is there. You know, it's just putting it all together, being consistent with that. But it was just really cool to do something historic is always cool. You know, you don't you don't get a lot of opportunities to do things like that. And so something that, you know, is going to be in the history books is always great. And also, as far as Mariners history, you're one of the few guys that where your first hit in the big league was a home run. Uh, what did you do with the baseball? And who'd, I think you hit it off Trevor Bauer of Cincinnati, right? Yep, hit it off uh, Trevor Bauer, which was cool, really cool, a guy that looked up to and you know, always respected, you know, the way he plays and things like that. So that was just a really surreal moment. And I kept the ball, have the ball framed and, uh, and have it at the house. So it's definitely in a special place. Tell me about your season last year at AA Arkansas. I think you hit about 11 home runs there all season long. Then you hit the six and 18 games in the big leagues. Uh, how valuable was that experience for you? Because it was basically your first full season after the, the serious knee injury about three years ago up in Everett. Yeah, the uh, the season in Arkansas was great because it's a great opportunity to learn and kind of go through you know different set of adversity, more on the field adversity, which is the good kind where you can you know learn and continue to develop as a player, and was able to go through that a lot. And I hit some ball, a lot of balls hard, and you know we had different conditions and, and things like that that kind of you know play into that as well. So my, my analytics you know always graded out well, you know my process graded out you know pretty well. So I felt like I was in a good spot and learning a lot throughout that whole year about myself and who I am as a player. And so it was cool. We're learning about a lot about Kyle Lewis. When you look around the clubhouse, there is so much 
good young talent in this organization right now, and you're right up there with, with everybody. Again, there's that big smile. I love your smile, kid. Uh, what do you see right now when you look around the clubhouse at this talent in there? Uh, I see a lot, of, a lot of guys that have a chance to be really good at the major league level. And uh, you, when you have that, you have a recipe for, you know, the potential for success. And uh, I feel like we have a lot of guys that are hungry, have a lot of energy, and they, come, they show up to the ballpark, you know, with something to prove. And when you have that, you have a team that's going to compete every night. And, yeah. and with the amount of talent we have, you know, I don't see any reason why we won't. Again, visiting with uh, young outfielder Kyle Lewis of the Mariners. A great impression last year, Kyle, when you came up in September from AA Arkansas. Let's go back a few years under the Wayback Machine. You grew up in a little town called Snellville, Georgia. What was life like for a young Kyle Lewis in Snellville, Georgia? Uh, Snellville, Georgia is a suburb of Atlanta, so kind of right outside the city. Okay. So it's a you know a medium-sized town, you know, good, good, good community and, you know, good family structure. I had a good family and you know, great parents. So it was a pretty good upbringing, you know, went to a nice high school and everything. So I enjoyed it. enjoyed it a lot. Mom and dad, big baseball fan. Uh, where'd you, where'd you learn the love of the game of baseball? Uh, From my older brother, always looked up to him and he's four years older than me. So when I was able to, when I was three, he was seven and he started playing and I just, you know, tried to jump on board and try to follow in his footsteps, everything he did. Just an older brother or more brothers, more sisters in the Lewis family? Oh, that's it. Just one, just one older brother. What did your older brother teach you as far as, you know, learning the game of baseball at a very early age? Because whatever it was, it caught on. Uh, just mostly discipline. I think my dad and my brother, you know, taught discipline, you know, trying to think the game the right way and anticipate, you know, plays, anticipate what's going to happen. So we always tried to think the game and, and try to sometimes end up over-analytical, you know, at a young mm-hmm. age. But we always tried to think and try to observe so that we could see, you know, the flow of the game and how the game is supposed to go. Growing up outside of Atlanta, I'm sure you're a big, huge Atlanta Braves fan, obviously. Who were your favorite players growing up as a kid? Uh, Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones and Andrew Jones. Those are my two two big ones. We had Raphael for a call, too, at that time. So it was a a good time back then. A lot of success in high school, and you wind up at a a little school, Mercer University. How would you wind up at Mercer? Going into my senior year, I had just started playing travel ball. Didn't have opportunity before that to really play a lot of travel ball, so... That was my first year really getting on the circuit. Tried to put my name out there to some high major schools and kind of wasn't really getting a lot of interest. And I went down to play a tournament at Mercer and ended up doing really well at the tournament. And the starting pitcher for the other team was committed to Mercer. So he ended up calling the coaches and telling them that they needed to get me as well. And they ended up kind of following through on that. Well, it turned out to be a great move, even though it was a small school, everybody was really looking at you, you know, in college at the time at Mercer University. The Mariners had the 11th pick overall in the draft that year, about four years ago. And they really wanted you, but they didn't know if you, they were going to get you at 11. What do you recall about draft day when you heard your name drafted by the Seattle Mariners with the 11th pick overall? That was a crazy day, crazy day. We had a, we had a nice party, you know, downtown in Atlanta. So all my family and friends are there. We're just kind of waiting for that call. So we we finally got that call. It was just a big wait, you know, a big release. And, you know, we celebrated. And they had to jump on a plane the next morning because they had a home game and they were going on the road. And I wanted to get up here for a home game so I could, you know, meet all the players and everything. So I had to jump on a plane the next morning and get up here ASAP. And so it happened fast, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. Exactly. What a great moment in your development, finally getting started as a professional. You go to Everett, and you get off to a great start, and then the slide in a home plate, and you tear up the knee. 
How, how did you get through that time mentally as, as well as physically to do what you did? Uh, credit to my parents. My parents uh, never never wavered in their support and their emphasis on just going day by day, taking everything you know in stride because life is going to happen to everybody. You know, it's inevitable. You know, something will happen to everybody. So, just kind of took it in stride and kind of viewed it as part of my own journey. You know, write my own story and continue to write my story every day. So, that was just part of it. And you know, I'm sure there'll be more things to come, oh, yeah. good and bad. So it's just yeah. totality of work. You know, you just take it, take it, take it day by day. Let's talk about one of the good things, and, and I'll let you go. Uh, you come through the minor leagues. You have the outstanding year at Double A Arkansas last year. So many talent, talented players at Double A. You get the call to the big leagues. Tell me about your major league debut, September the tenth, against the Cincinnati Reds. How nervous were you? I was, I was very nervous going into <laughs> that day. Didn't know what to expect. You know, I just wanted to hit the ball. I just wanted to hit the ball, put it in play. That was like my goal for the yeah. day, because I was like, okay, just get up here. You know, show them that you know you can hit, because I, I had been hitting well at that point. So I tried to just hit the ball. My first at bat ended up hitting the ground to the third really yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that made me feel really good. I felt like that was a big weight off my shoulders, even getting out. And, um, yeah. you know, the fans you know, gave me a good ovation for that one, too. Yeah. So it was just just a great day all around. And then was able to hit a home run, which made it yeah. even sweeter. And my family <laughs> was there. and It was just a beautiful day. What a thrill. What do you want to tell the fans up in the Seattle area about Kyle Lewis? Uh, I'm just one of a group of guys that, you know, we're coming up and we're trying to make an impact. You know, we're trying to, we're trying to bring the energy and we're trying to make things happen. So, you know, I'm going to do my best, contribute, you know, put in that work every day. And I know there's a lot of guys in this locker room that will as well. i tell you what, thanks a lot for the visit. It's a lot of fun watching you play. Good luck. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.